Episode zero positioning going nowhere. <laughs> the cloud. Uh, what are we talking about today, Rob? Well, the other day you told me to check out an anime, and then that I saw this anime before, but I never got really got a chance to finish it. But I got I got motivated to watch it because uh, you, among other people, told me to to, to finish it. Villain Saga. Yes, sir. So, yes, Alex, what- sir. When you first started Vinland Saga, what was your what was your um, expectations about it? I didn't really have an expectation. I just kind of saw a YouTube video. Um, this guy, Penguin Zero, on mm. YouTube. Yeah, you know him, right? So he uh, has this thing called Moist Meter, which basically is like his version of like reviewing shows and stuff. So he did one on Vinland Saga, and he's basically like, yo, this is the best anime of the year. You got to check it out. He He's, he's like very... Uh, he's a very good critique. So he won't just give a nine just to give a nine. So mm. this man, I think it was like a 95 out of 100 he gave Vinland Saga. So I was like, all right, let me I'm check it out. Right. And then I literally spent the next week at work during break watching like two, three episodes. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun stuff. It's a ride. The one thing I like about it a lot is the fact that uh, it really picks up after, um, spoiler alert, after um, Thor's dies. Like, Thorfinn Thorfinn, uh, as a character, he changes so much in those those three episodes after Thor's died, and and it made me want to watch the show more to see how much he evolves and grows. Yeah, the first couple episodes was just kind of like an intro, like, and here's Thorfinn, yeah, here's Thor's, here's Askeladd, here's Floki, so you kind of get a gist of what everybody's out about, except Thorfinn, because he's just like little, he's a little kid in the first couple episodes, he's just, you know, very stubborn, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's just a very stubborn kid, he like, you know, wants to take after his father, he wants to be a warrior, and you know, Thor's living the life that he lived, he actually, you know, he abandoned his, like, war life and violence. From, from the life of a warrior, which is yeah. really cool. To start his own family, and then, um, I think Flo- Floki visited him, right? <coughs> the first, yeah. like, yeah, he was basically like, yo, we gotta go take over England, like, you're coming through. Or we're burning the village down. So Thor's like, alright, fuck it, I gotta go. So he recruits a group of people. Um, and intend sailing them somewhere else. That way they don't actually have to fight. So uh, they end up getting intercepted by this guy, Askeladd, who got paid by Floki to uh, execute Thor's. And that that point, I was like, okay, what's about yeah. to happen? That, yeah, that point is really the, the, the fighting point of the show. That, that changes the show from a... From a show about a farming village with what their life and 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 regular everyday life to to becoming a warlike show about the Vikings and the and the Viking invasions. So that really was the I feel like that was the single most important point that fight, and it served to 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 show how the fights would work from that from then on. Yeah, that first fight. 
was a, was a really good fight. Thor's uh, Thor's so, and uh, Askeladd, Askeladd. Uh, yeah. not Askeladd. He fought his 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 oh. uh, sidekick. I guess you want to call it Subornitz. Yeah, yeah, oh, that guy with the what's it called the Berserker mushroom. Yeah, that was wild. And then the Askeladd fight was wild. Man, that's that's a, that's whoo, man. <laughs> that's just the beginning too. It sure just kind of. It takes off from there. It never loses its stride, and then uh, you're only 14 episodes in. But I keep telling you, the last I want to say like three to four episodes, shit gets like that's where I think myself included gets that this is anime of the year remark because that just it's wild. I started reading the manga afterwards. Um, I got a couple chapters in, and like, it just—it's not even really like the same. It just is a completely different, uh, you know, feel to it. But I mean, rightfully so. Once you get to you know where you need to be, you'll kind of see what kind of goes on, and you know, whoo, whoo, shit. Another thing I like about it is the. This this is a point in history that we really don't really we don't uh we don't talk about in in history class as much. We don't talk about the we talk about the Vikings when it comes to exploring and discovering lands and stuff, but we don't really talk about the Vikings when it comes to how they got their got their own land, got their own um got the how the war with Britain turned out and Wales and all that stuff. That this time period in this area is not really something we've talked about before. And yeah, spoiler alert in the year uh <laughs> 10 what is it? Yeah, spoiler alert year for, 10, for, for for um for years 9 987 to years 13 1013. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> 987 to 1013. I had, I make sure I had to make sure to get the history down. Cuz the show starts in uh 987 where where Thor is in his physical prime still. Okay. That's the first scene, right? The first scene. Okay. And then uh I think it's ten oh two where where the where um Thorfinn starts. And then so he's about eleven years younger than he is. He's about six, seven years old in the beginning of the show. And then by by the time we get to episode fourteen, he's about seventeen. Yeah. So this this is really a, a long game when it comes to um showing yeah. the it's, historical it's, it's, like it's historically accurate, but it's also fun when it comes to the action, fighting, the the, the dialogue. Yeah, it just it's every every character is unique. Like you think yeah. Thorfinn is just like you know annoying ass kid who's just complaining about everything, blah blah blah. But then once he kind of gets into like what he is for the rest of the season, mm. he's just you know. Askeladd, after killing Thor's, he's just hell bent on revenge. Doesn't really care about anything, and you know he's he's been following Askeladd for a while, trying to you know he he kind of is his slave at this point. You know he's basically only around with him and his crew just because you know he wants to end up killing Askeladd. But you know in order to uh, get the chance to, he has to duel him. And Askeladd will only duel him if he does, you know, specific things like bring him, 
the head of this person, send this message to this village. So, you know, it really is an interesting dynamic. Now, can we please, please, please take a second and talk about Askeladd? Because that man is different. Yeah, as a character, I don't. I haven't seen anyone like him in in anything. Like, he's so he's so weird because he's technically a a villain, but he also has a lot of great qualities. He's a he's a lot he's a like 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 um anti heroes we grew up seeing like like a like a Wolverine kind of, but not really. It's like I don't know how to explain it. Right. Yeah. And then he, the fact that he serves like as a semi father figure to to Thorfinn after literally killing Thorfinn's actual father is is another like very cool and interesting plot decision. Oh yeah. So you got into Askeladd's uh, origin story, right? You said you're on fourteen, so you probably yeah. Or, he, yeah. So you you we saw just about whole, his history. Yeah, his whole origin story that kind of shaped who he is. That's why he's like, you know, a very good fighter. He's very, you know, his intelligence is he's probably got the best intelligence in the show, period. For sure. So, being that, you know, he's just like, you know, there, there's animes that someone's either super smart or super strong and there's no like in between. There's no, you know, there's yeah. uh, this superior feeling in, you know, he's going to physically and mentally outmatch me. And that's what he basically does. He's not like, you know, uh, Thorkel, where he's all brute, but you know this guy can hold his own. He's fought many, many, many times. He's you know gonna outsmart you, and also just he's just very skilled. As, and a, yeah, as a warrior, as a, as a tactical mind, there's very few anime characters you see with with both abilities. Uh, like the only other one I could think of who's like very skilled, like top tier as a as a warrior, and and top tier as a tactical mind would probably be like um Aizen from from Bleach. Oh yeah. And Bleach. maybe like I don't I don't I don't know who else like I could really think of who's top tier as a warrior and top tier as a tactical mind. As a tactical mind and a warrior. Let's talk about that for a second. I don't know. Would you say Huh. That's a good that's a good uh that's a good debate. Not debate. That's a good just Thing to think about who else i so eisen yeah i would definitely put eisen up there because he's you, oh go ahead no i was gonna say because eisen he's just this you know i mean from the jump he kind of that before they even get into like his actual arc you can kind of see like mm. low-key like indicators that eisen's just gonna like turn around and do something or like something fishy about this guy yeah and then when you get into the Arankar arc that's when it kind of just like pops up, and like you know, obviously with him and that whole fight with Ichigo, uh, you know, very, very intelligent, very, very strong. I would. Would you put? Would you put like Madara in there, for example, or would you think he's more of like a, a warrior? He's he, he's a little bit of both too. He's been like both him and and Aizen have been plotting for decades. This the scheme they had was 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 going on for decades. Right. Well, Aizen, Aizen's a lot older because you know Soul Soul Reapers live uh forever pretty much. But Aizen's been planning his joint for decades, scheming for behind everyone's back for the longest, waiting for the right opportunity to start this war, 
so I when when he comes through, I'll be ready to fight him like this. Like he's been planning, Madara's been planning past his death, which oh. is another uh, to plan past your death is another crazy, another crazy fire thing to do as a tactical mind. Right, but right. they kind of undid that when when it was un, when it was veiled uh, un, unveiled that that it wasn't his plan though. It was Black Zetsu's plan, which is. Right. I got a, I got another issue with with that arc. We can talk about that another time. But like <laughs> the fact that uh they made it Black Zetsu's plan the whole time instead of Madara's plan made Madara look less intelligent as a whole. But you could put Madara up there definitely for sure. You know what? You know who I thought of that we could put up there too. You seen Hunter uh, Hunter, right? Yeah. Meruem. We got to put yeah. him there. He's definitely Meruem, he's up there. Marvel might be number one in both in his in his verse. Yeah. Easily. He's number one in, in both. He's the most powerful and he's the most brilliant tactical mind in both. Like he's number one this that's Marilyn's another story. Like he's number one in both. Like uh, the other guys, you can make an argument that someone surpassed them in other abilities. Like like Madara got surpassed by the by the first Hokage in strength, one v one strength. Uh but Merum is dead, one in both. But I mean, besides the little girl who beats him in, in go all the time. But <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> you can you can make that argument that his that it's just go. number one tactical. She can't cross <laughs> the street without holding hands. <laughs> but yeah, the thing is, the three people we just mentioned, they're all villains. Like you know for a fact, they are all yeah. villains. Like, Merum, at the end, he turns, like, you know, a new leaf. Like, like not really a new leaf, but he just kind of, he has that human moment. With yeah. Aizen, he was just evil all throughout. Madara, evil all throughout. But Ascalad is like, you don't even know if he's evil or good. Like, he is obviously an anti-hero. We know that. Yeah. We don't really, I mean, at this point, you don't really know his intentions and what he's trying to do. I mean, I, I think you're going to get there pretty soon but even after he kind of you know reveals what he is really after you just kind of you know it's just i don't know haskell is different he's my that's that's my guy i, I really fuck with him as a character yeah, as a character he is an amazing amazingly random person like he he feels like like a real person and the fact that you don't know whether he's good or evil in the grand scheme of things. And I feel like that's a that's something you see in, in war times. You see good people doing bad things and bad people doing good things in wartime. I think that's a um based on the time he's in. Yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. Oh, especially with the t- yeah. That that's another thing. Like to have a mind like that in the freaking year, you know, 10 10, 10 13 yeah. Wild. Wild. Yeah, that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it uh in, in this week or, or next week and we could really sit down and talk about this for real. Oh yeah. That's yeah, that's that's a fact. <laughs> there's so much to discuss at the end of the like the end of the season. Towards the end of the season, like you're just now getting into let me see where you're at. Okay, so you're on fourteen. 15, okay. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Okay. You're getting there. But like, you yeah. There. Back to the discussion about him being good or evil. He gets into like he does a lot of barbaric stuff, but he's also a man of his word. When it, so it's like it, it's very iffy. Like he let he let he let all the people that that were running with Thor's go. He 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 up, up upheld his word to Thor's, but he also sees Thor's as a as an idealistic fool, which implies like, and he thinks that um honor and stuff like that is is not valid. Like, right. So th- those those will give you the implication. Some of that will give you implications of a villain. Some of that will give you implications of a good guy. Like, a a villain wouldn't have let those. A good guy would not have. Uh, wait, what was I saying? Yeah, a villain probably wouldn't have let those people go. He didn't have to. After ki- k- killing Thor's, he could have been like, <laughs> "You thought you living and and slaughter all of them." Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, he upholds his world. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the thing is, you really don't even know because Floki paid him to kill Thor's. Oh wait, did he? Mm-hmm. Did he killed just Thor's? Right? It wasn't like Thor's and whoever he's with. Yeah. I think I gotta, I gotta read that again. I mean, watch it again. But, but yeah, you like he, he okay? He's 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 got this deal strung up with Thor's. Like, okay, I beat you in the duel. You let everybody go, and then Thor's beats him in the duel. Askeladd's like, all right, you win. Thor's still ends up dying, but you know, again, he does fulfill his end where he's like letting everybody else go. Yeah. So. You know, it's 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 very strange. Like he does a villainous act in a good way, or vice versa. I don't know how you describe that. Then he's slaughtering villages of of people of people unrelated to the war. Another like thing that you'd see as villainous, but he's also he's doing that to take care of the people he has an obligation to. Right. So like he's a good guy to the people he has an obligation to. But everyone else is like, you could die. I don't care. <laughs> I think that's it. That's his mentality, from what I've seen. Yeah, that's it's. Vinland Saga is different. It's different. I'll wait till you finish it, and then we can talk about it some more. All right. So yeah, because that whole that whole like last the last third of the season is really like that deserves its own thing. I think Mm -hmm. because there's so much to talk about. There's so many, uh, new things that you learn. So many events that happen. Obviously people die. You know, there's more violence. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just, is yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that text. Once you finish that last episode, like, yo, (laughs) Because I know, I know it's coming. I know <coughs> anybody that's gonna watch the show and get to that last part, they're gonna be like, "Yo, what?" And another thing, mm. not not to change, we're just talking about the show, but the opening for that show is opening one. Fire. I like opening one so much. Opening one is good. Opening two is good too. But opening one by itself, 
Like, that's, yeah, that, that alone is just well worth it. It's, it's set the groundwork. I love the the way that the way it's so uh, the way both openings are animated is so beautiful. It's yeah, because so you know you know animes typically you'll get a bunch of spoilers in yeah like the the opening itself. This one kind of like does, but it doesn't because like it never told you okay Thor's is gonna die because you see him like in a couple scenes there. Yeah. You see Thorfinn grow up and fight and, like, run at um, Askeladd. But by the time you figure out who Askeladd is, it's like, all right, this is what's happening. And yeah. so, you know, just it, the, the song itself has, like, three or four different, like, transitions. So when it transitions mm-hmm. into, like, that, you know, screamo part, you see Thorfinn just, like, going nuts, like, Going after yeah. people. And, I feel yeah. like that song is such a perfect. Um, oh, it's perfect. Like it's it starts off all quiet and chill, kind of like Thorfinn, and then it builds up in like anger, aggression, screamo, and and you end pretty much with Thorfinn screaming. And that that's a perfect encapsulation of him as a character. Yeah. For a fact. That's oh man, oh man. That yeah, I can't wait for. I I don't I don't know if you announced another season, but I'm sure they will do another season. Yeah, I'm try- I I, I kind of don't even want to read the manga just because I get to the habit of not caring as much about the anime once I'm in the manga because it's like all right, I know what's gonna happen. I'm still gonna want to watch you know fights and things like that, but yeah. for you know my hero for example, you read the manga right. Yeah, I'm caught up on the manga. So as soon as the overhaul arc ended, I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch this anymore because the next thing is just going to be the festival. and It's not really, you know, it's just kind of like not a filler, but it's just, you know, it's it's not really important to the overall story. It's a, it's a downtime. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But the next season, when they get into the My Villain Academia, that's, I'm watching that for sure. For sure. I wonder how they're going to do it, too, because the manga, like, it's it's very reasonable for a manga to just take, you know, a few uh, chapters dedicated to, like, a completely different character. So that whole arc was its own thing. So I wonder if they're going to end up doing it to where it's like, okay, they're going to go back and forth to maybe um, the villain arc like the My Villain Academia where they all get the charge-ups and then kind of transition from that into, uh, I don't even know what's going on at the time, like provisional licensing, I guess, for... Yeah, for... Um, for Bakugo uh, and uh, Todoroki. Yeah. yeah, I mean, them too, but... That, that uh yeah, when they have to get the provisional license. But, oh, yeah. yeah, I feel like they could do it... They could either do it... They could do it one of two ways. The first way would probably be like, like you said, one episode will be broken down between both, so it'll be back and forth between both. Or you could do like half the season where it's one way and half the other way. That's true. I feel like that's the, or then maybe they could do something big and different and surprise me, but th- that's the way I see it. Yeah, because the 
you you could fit it into like two or three episodes, but then you really wouldn't be doing it justice because there's so much that happened. And that villain, like once you find out later reading the manga, it's like okay, the Liberation Army is you know they're gonna be a thing forever. Yeah. So you know it's just that it, it's very important to touch on. They gotta do it right. That's all I'm saying. I don't really care how they do it. I'm down to watch half a season of just villains. That's just me. I know that'd be people dope. that are very, uh, you know, very happy to see, you know, Deku and Bakugo. And, you know, I mean, Bakugo is my favorite character, but I do not mind the character development on somebody else. Provided it's not like fucking the little midget that. Oh, that guy. Shoot sticky balls. Like, you know, it, he's the worst character yeah, in anything I've, I've seen in a while. <laughs> he's, just, he's just terrible. He's terrible. His power is not even that good. Like they couldn't even, they couldn't give him any sort of redeeming factor. He's a small pervert who shoots purple balls out of his head. Yeah, absolutely gra- <laughs> trash. Gets a character. <laughs> I hate him. Oh god. Yeah, he's he's. <laughs> Oh my God, he's. He, <laughs> I don't even know what to. Um, I don't even want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's serious. over. Nope, I'm done. Now's a good time to end it. Uh, <laughs> we've been, we've been uh, sexing no jutsu, hoodlums talking anime. Catch you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>